morning, good morning. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. What's going on, Houston? This is just Dave here on Houston's Inspiration Station Praise 92.1. And I am delighted to be back with you guys on the Still Save Show where we break down the breakthrough with folks who have some of the most inspiring and influential stories of change and transformation. And boy, do I got a story for you today. Dave. <laughs> Just Dave. Hey, whatever you want to call me, Vaughn. Yes, you indeed. know, we did away with all the titles and the gimmicks yeah. and the games a long time Come ago. On, man. You know, as you get older, man, it's like all the catchy catchphrases yeah. and it's just like, man, I'm just Dave. But, but it's still marketing. It's still business. Oh. And, even, and, and you so nonchalant and smooth about it, you even made your name nonchalant. You <laughs> know what I mean? I'm just Dave. I get it. It's good. Man, I spent a whole lot of my life trying to be a lot of things that I wasn't. Right. Come you know on. what I'm saying? Yes, look, indeed. I'm look, we about you. to get into it right now, yeah, dog. Like, <laughs> yes, and, and God just really revealed to me through my work with you over the yeah. years, which we'll get into a little bit, but God just really helped me to get rid of a lot of weight. Yeah. I'm unnecessary weight. Yes, sir. Yes, and sometimes sir. those titles and that fame and that prestige and the accolades can really weigh you down. Yeah, man. it can mess you up, man. The Bible says pride comes before the fall. And I tell people pride is like a ninja. When mm. a ninja sneak up on you, by the time he on you, it's too late. It's too you late. You know what I mean? And that's how pride hits you, man. So we got to stay humble at all times. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, I, and I'm tired of falling. I'm hey, tired of falling. Tired. So, yes, you know, this season, we're going to make sure we stay planted, man. Indeed. So, yo, y'all already got a chance to hear the voice. Yes, I didn't sir. even get a chance to introduce him, and he came out with some bars. Yeah. <laughs> that's what you do, dog. Man, it's the anointing. Man, you know, I, I got no credit. my homie, my friend, business partner, somebody that I've looked up to before I even met you. I was a yeah, fan. Nice. Um, I got Vaughn Juan in the building. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm here. I'm here. Yes, dog. I'm so happy, yeah. man. I'm so, so happy, man. Every time we get together, it's always powerful. Of course. Yeah, man. Yeah, but for the folks that don't, out there that don't really know who you are, which I'm sure it's probably like only like one or two people on this planet. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Vaughn, you are a pastor. Yes, sir. You uh, have your own record label. Yes, sir. Because you are one of the most talented hip-hop artists. Oh, man. You got catalogs for days, billboard charting artists. Yeah. Still waiting on the Grammy. You know what I'm saying? I'm waiting on it. But I'll tell you what, man. I actually just started getting the emails. You actually have to have a couple of your peers recommend you to join the academy. So yeah. I've had a couple people recommend me, so now I'm filling out the paperwork to actually be a part of the academy. So hey, that, that's come still, on. It's still in the stars. Hey, so. no, I'm, I'm, I can't wait. It's definitely yes, deserved with the catalog th- that you have. Um, and, I mean, you featured on so many artists' records. Yeah. From in the Christian community, even in the secular world. Right. You know, uh, you have a crossover game that's stronger than Allen Iverson's. Hey, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The cross, with the cross. Yes, entrepreneur. Yes, sir. Family man. Um, am I missing anything, nah, I don't bro? No, I'm exhausted talking about it. <laughs> don't don't forget the NCAA All American. I'm just saying, just throw it in there. Just throw it in there. Come on. Yes, Rice University. You still hold a record for that too, I don't do you? At, at uh, for the U.S. Virgin Islands, so yeah. the national record, U.S. Virgin Islands. And you've been passing on that gift of athletics to your kids, I yes, see, because they out there killing it. They're doing great. You know what I mean? And the yeah. thing is about them, they're especially Kingston. Very hardworking. You yeah. know, he's not expecting any handouts, and, and that's the, that's what's good about it, man. Yeah, yeah. They're ready to work for what they're getting. Yeah. So with all that that I just listed, guys, <laughs> look, look, he got the attention of a major network and now has his own reality show, yeah. right? You always hear people say that, man. Like, you should have your own reality show. And I know you've heard that over the years. Yeah. I used to tell you that all the time. And you got one. Yeah, and it's, <laughs> and it's reality mixed with uh, interviews and some other things. So it's a hybrid. Yeah. But it's cool to be able to go behind the scenes and show people – 
um, what it's like to be a pastor. I mean, we did one of the episodes was the four year anniversary yep. of our church. I mean, it was great, man. So I think everybody, you hear it all the time, man. Pastors are fake. Pastors aren't real. And I'm I'm ready to be as real as I can be. Uh, Ex drug addict, you know, made a bad ton of bad decisions. Was tased by the police multiple times, but God still saved me. You mm. know what I mean? I like Come how on. you threw like, in it. Yeah, like I slid it in real quick. Yes, <laughs> yes, he still saved you, and you still saved and after still a saved. very yeah. lengthy walk with yes, Christ, sir. where many we've seen many, you know, crash and burn, yeah, backslide. Yeah, 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 it's been good. And, and you've had your fair share of moments where you probably was like, "Yo, this, this, this is tough." Yeah, you know, the secret is, I look at this is why a lot of people don't want to read the Bible. Is they believe it's a book full of rules of things they can't do. You know what I mean? And it was a beautiful thing when God showed me that the Bible wasn't that, but the Bible was a book full of promises that I could mm. have. Yes. And when I started looking at the book full of promises I could have, it made me want to dig deeper because I didn't want to miss not one promise. I didn't want to miss not one opportunity. And I held on to one scripture for the last 15 Come years. On. And a lot of people want to go deep and dive in. One scripture is what's kept me on this path, and it's Galatians 6, 9. And it says, don't grow weary in well-doing. See, that's what you were talking about, people that grow weary in well-doing. I, and I've almost gotten there. But it says, don't grow weary in well-doing. It said, because if you faint not, mm-hmm. right? another translation says, if you don't lose heart, yep, yep, if yep. you don't give up. And a lot of us, we do that. We lose heart on the journey. It says, in due time or in due season, which is God's time, and you don't want to do it in your time, it says, you will reap a harvest. And I've seen over the years as I've pushed and been willing to give up, God has just given me that God wink moment and brought that harvest season in. And uh, that's how I've been able to stay, man, because of the word of God holding on to Galatians 6, 9 and other numerous scriptures. Yeah, no, man. And in that scripture alone, you see a lot of principles such as like work, right? Yeah. Don't get weary in well-doing. You got to so do you, something. You got to do something. <laughs> yeah. You got to be in motion. You see patience. Yes. Right, long suffering, because in due season, mm. right, you got to plant, you got to work, but then you also got to wait. Yeah, that time, that's, man, bro, that's that the hard hell, part for that me. That hell in the hallway, <laughs> yes, sir. When God, when God closes one door, yeah. he opens another. But how do you handle the hell in the hallway? Come on, how, okay, that's, so hold up. Since we're here, yeah. how do you handle the hell in the man, hallway? Man, I think it's patience. You yeah. know, I think it's in having the right people around you. Okay, if you don't have the right team, if you don't have the right influence, it's faith coming by hearing, hearing by the word of God. You know, one word of doubt sprinkled into all your faith can ruin it. But when you have people that are telling you, Dave, you can keep going. Dave, don't give up. Dave, there's something special about you. Yeah. Dave, I see God's about to bless you with something. When Come you get on. those words of affirmation, when you're in that hallway, I think those are things that keep you going. So it's very important who you keep in your corner. Yeah, bro. and I've had a lot of people so into my life. And since we're here, I want to take a second to acknowledge you yeah. and just give you a little bit of honor, man, while you're here. Um, not to discredit the many mentors that I've had, yeah. but I was going through a season in my life, and and many people know because of the book and and you know I've shared my story of depression and anxiety. Yeah. And along comes Von Juan, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> and offers me a couple of opportunities to to be a part of an incredible movement, the Grown and Save movement. Yeah. And I, I was done, bro. Wow. I was I, I wasn't trying to do nothing. Mm. I, I was like, man, I'm not out here trying to be the face of anything. I'm right. not trying to do any podcasts or do anything on the radio. I swear I was done. Yeah. Wow. I was like, let me just spend time, focus on my family. Yeah. I got a lot of other stuff going on. And along comes Vaughn One, yeah. saying some things like you just did, like Dave, you can do it. Yeah, like you got gifted, a gift, man. you got Absolutely. a talent. And what it did was it planted that seed to where I was like, yo, you know what? He might be right. Yes, and sir. I'm hearing it from other people in my circle as right, well. Right. You know, like Dale, the mother of my kids, my father-in-law, Ricky Bradshaw, yeah. Eric Thomas, CJ. Toby, CJ. Shout out to CJ. <laughs> yes, indeed. So I just want to say thank you, bro. Oh, man, my pleasure, brother. Yeah. I think that's a gift in itself to be able to encourage people. 
you know, and people sleep on that gift, man. But God, as I, ta- I was teaching our congregation, um, I believe the gift is invisible, but the talent reveals the gift. So I wouldn't say yeah. somebody's a gifted basketball player. I would say they're a talented basketball player, but they're gifted athletically. Yeah. I wouldn't say they're uh, a gifted piano player. I say, man, they're talented at the keyboard. They're gifted musically. Yep. You know what I mean? So yeah. for us, we just have to find those different things. Uh, and that gift is the key that opens up those doors. So for you, I look at a person, you're so talented, whether it's photography or radio, is because you have a great gift of communication. You have a great gift of business. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, hey, keep pushing keep putting that that key in different doors so God can show you which one is your Lamborghini. You know Man, what I'm talking about? come on. I'm looking for that Lambo. I think, I think you're in your Lamborghini <laughs> right now, though. Straight but up. But I'm really comfortable in my dad van, bro. Yeah. I'm so comfortable. <laughs> I'm so comfortable with my Chrysler Pacifica. Yes, the doors right. slide out yes, on the right. sides. Mine is a Suburban. Hey, it's all good, I, I remember the day I traded in my Jag, and I and I got a Suburban, bro. When you start having all them kids, dog. Yeah, you know, I had to figure it out. Yeah. I had to figure something out. Yes, it's sir. practical, man. I'm all about practical right now, man. Well, if you're just tuning in, man, and I've got a very, very good friend, my homie, the man, the myth, the legend. And I say legend, and I don't say it like most people do. Like, literally, bro, you have a career that spans probably decades, right? Man, a couple, 20 years. Plus, yeah, yes, man, Vaughn Juan. Vaughn Juan. Yeah. So, man, thank you for joining me. Um, real quick, tell me about this TV show. Um, the Vaughn Juan show. Mm-hmm. I was, uh, I definitely felt like God was pulling me back into the TV realm. We had a grown and safe show that used to be on Juice TV Network over 50 different countries for a few years. And it's crazy because now I'm getting a lot of guys that are getting out of jail that are telling me, hey, when we were locked up, man, we were watching it, you know, every week and things like that. So I felt like God was pulling it back. And uh, I put out a, a video online, a clip of me preaching, and a guy reaches out to me from Dallas, Texas. He's like, hey, man, I'm calling from NFL, G Films, or something. I heard NFL, I got excited. Yeah, you know, when um, I see Dallas, I don't answer. No, this, <laughs> yeah. I'm just playing. No, no shade yeah, to my yeah, Dallas homies. All good. <laughs> but this, uh, he called me, said, hey, we do the TV stuff for Joel Osteen and some of the other pastors. Have you thought about being in TV? And, uh, man, we just started speaking. He said, man, let me see if I can work on something for you in the Houston area. And we were able to, you know, come to an agreement with something with CW 39 here in Houston and it wasn't three in the morning you know so a lot of times (laughs) that's the slot your boy be they be trying to slide at your boy and uh but it says Saturday at 11 30 during the day and I was like man I can do that you know that's you know so we look see if we can find some sponsors things like that so I appreciate um all the sponsors I said man well they expected me to just preach, you know, yeah. but when I started throwing different ideas at them, they got excited about it. So it's a good opportunity. So you see Vaughn Juan, the pastor. Yep. You see Vaughn Juan, the entrepreneur. Come on. You see Vaughn Juan, the family man. And you see Vaughn Juan, the billboard charting artist at the same time. And I get to tell all these stories uh, while interviewing people, yep. um, while sharing, uh, you know, new music videos. And then I say, okay, then you also have the moment, the ministry moment, where we're always going to uh, pray and lead somebody to a closer relationship with Jesus Christ. Because I remember coming up and seeing um, shows on TV where people are getting led to Christ, man. So I, yeah, I believe yeah. in evangelism. I believe that it's going to be cool for them to see somebody like you with your hat to the back, <laughs> giving them knowledge at yeah. their level in a way they can understand it. So I'm hoping that the Bone One show is a solution to not complaining about maybe some lifestyles they see on TV that right. they don't like, not complaining about racism that they see. How about we just show them a lifestyle that's godly? How about we just show them what racial reconciliation looks like, African-American yeah. man, um, Caucasian wife, you know, mixed family, um, and then just break. Instead of talking about what pastoring isn't, man, let's show them what a healthy 
pastoral foundation looks like. So I love, you know, we got Space City Church, a lot of great people, and uh, I'm just happy to see how this thing unfolds. I don't have yeah. all the answers yet, but we're figuring it out. I, but I like that, though, man. Sometimes you just got to take a step, yeah. and God will lead you, guide you, yes. and, and light the path with each step. Absolutely. Um, Tony Evans once said, uh, it was like at his church, they had those motion sensor lights installed. Yeah. And a lot of times in those, you know, they did it to conserve energy, right? And right. save money. Right. You know, right. that big old facility. Yeah, Listen, yeah, we ain't trying sure. to waste no bread hey, on it. We spend a thousand a month just for our little building. <laughs> Look, so when I see those big churches, I start crying for them boys. Man, so they put the motion detectors <laughs> in there to control the lights. And, and and the whole point of those is when it's there's no motion, there's no lights. So you're saving money. Mm. But the moment it detects motion, wow, there's power. That's good. There's electricity. Come on, somebody. So with each step you take, yes, you sir. enter into a new room, he'll illuminate that space. Wow. You may not know what's coming up next, yeah. but I've always known you to be somebody who's always about the momentum and creating the wave, yes, right? Um, and I'm just excited to see what's next. Yeah, this is the um, thing, man. I believe um, one of my favorite books is John Maxwell, 21 Irrefutable Laws of Leadership. I live by it. You know, one of the laws is the law of the lid. And the level that you grow to is the highest your organization can ever get. So if you're only a seven in leadership, only sixes, fives, and fours will follow you. That's eight right. won't follow a seven. So if you want eights and nines to follow, you need to step your leadership up to a 10. The other law, I think it's law 16, is law of the big mo. It talks about momentum. I, we ain't talking about uh, Big Mo. Uh, not Big Mo. Yeah, yeah. The law, yeah, yeah. law of the Big Mo, which is momentum. And I've learned that that's probably one of my strongest leadership gifts. I'm able to, I know how to recognize momentum. I know how to create it. And I know how to maintain it. And uh, and it kills me when it's not there. You yeah. know what I mean? But I love what you said about um, lighting up the room. You know, mm -hmm. I, I heard an analogy one time that the director from Michael Jackson, Billy Jean video, he was so impressed with Mike because he said everything he told Mike to do he did it exactly how he told him. So you see Mike walking down the road, and every time he steps on the ground, it was lighting up, right? But the thing was, he said, Mike, I put the set out there. The way the music is set, the road is already going to light up at a certain beat. But if you step on beat at that certain time, it's going to look like your foot is making the ground light up. But Mike was so on, in tune with what the director told him to do, when he put his foot down, the street lit up. Ooh. And it's the same thing with us. If we listen to the director where he tells us to do, go and how he tells us to do it, when we put our foot down, we're going to see things light up in our life. Come so on. when you're walking and you're not seeing things light up, maybe you out of step with the director. Mm. You didn't get in step with the director. And I believe that's what's been happening for us because so many things have happened at Space City Church. You know, we were formerly Fellowship Houston that – it has to be God. Come I mean, on. for us, we started renting a building after COVID, got kicked out the high school, and we started renting this building. And the pastor, Dr. Gary, and he's like, hey, man, I'll sell you the property for a million dollars. For a lot of people, that might not seem like a lot. But for me, <laughs> you just say a million dollars, it throws me off a little bit, you know? Uh, you so know. if you know banks, you got to put down about 25, 30. So we start raising money. We raise about 40, but I'm, I'm short like 200,000. Mm-hmm. I have a meeting with Sagemont Church. Come on, Sagemont. I told my wife, I said, hey, I'm about to walk in here. I'm going to ask him for $200,000. I said, either he's going to laugh me out of his office or he's going to give me that bread. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Hey, walk in Sagemont Church and, hey, as confident as I could, hey, Dr. Matt, you know, um, I could go all around the city. I could ask 100 more people for this money. But I felt like the Lord told me to come and ask you uh, for this $200,000 uh, to help us buy this building. He, he looked around. He looked at the ceiling. He said, uh. He said, this could be a pretty cool God story. And I want to let somebody know out there, you're waiting on an opportunity and you think it's bigger than you, but God's waiting to give you a pretty cool God story. Mm. 
if you could just have enough faith. And I had enough faith to walk in there. And one another scriptures I believe in. Listen, you don't have to learn the whole Bible, Dave. I'm telling you, find man. you a few good scriptures. My to memory hold on is not to. good enough, bro. <laughs> My memory is not good enough. Ephesians three twenty. I done gave y'all Galatians six nine. Now write down Ephesians three twenty. Now to him who is able to do exceedingly above anything you could think or ask, right? Yeah, yeah. I asked for $200,000. He brought my wife and my kids on stage, and he told his congregation, we need to raise $250,000 right now. Mm. I asked for two hundred. dollars yep. He told his congregation, let's raise two fifty. dollars They raised three sixty dollars in one day and gave us three hundred and thirty dollars of that. I don't think y'all hearing me out there. When you walk the way the director's telling you, when you learn the voice of the director, but you're not going to learn the voice of the director until you spend time with the director. Come on. If you Come haven't on. spent time with God, you're not going to know what his voice sounds like. The first few times we talked on the phone, if you called me, and it was called, who's this? It's Dave. The third or fourth time you called me, I knew it was Dave, even if I didn't look at the phone yep. because of our relationship. And people just need to, I want to encourage somebody out there, man, get in that relationship with God. Start spending that quiet time with God. The first part of your day. Stop, you know, when you get to the buffet line, if you're there first, it's a lot on the table. And God said and every and he said every it's the morning perfect temperature. Yeah, every Look. morning his mercies and his great all that is new in the morning. So why would you wait till ten o'clock or one o'clock to go get the mercies and all that newness in the morning when you can wake up and be the first to the table? Come on. See, that's why Eric Thomas said he get up at three AM. Eric said he get up at three. I get up at two. Mm. Because if he's a mentor, if he's somebody I'm looking to, man, I want to get there for he cause you know when Eric get there, he yeah. gonna eat. <laughs> he gonna get <laughs> what's his. Yeah. He gonna get what's his. <laughs> Eric gonna get there early, so we gotta get there early. But um, yeah, you have to have momentum, bro. And I think um, many things have happened that have, that God has shown us that He's with our ministry, with my family, with Space City Church. And I'm just excited to see what's coming next. Yeah, man, Space City Church. I I love the name when yeah. you when you switched it up. I was so, so excited, especially with yeah. everything that's been happening with the Astros. And now, mind you, you did it before we won the World Series. Yeah. I don't want nobody out there thinking he was jumping on the bandwagon. Right, right, right. Listen, Space City Church came before we won the World Series. Yeah. That was just a coincidence. And it was, and yeah, it was an idea we had because there was a fries down on the southeast side of Houston yep. going towards Webster, and it looks like a big space ship and it started looking like business was going down and we'd walk through it and my wife would say we're going to buy this building one day and we're going to call it Space City Church and uh, Fry's closed but somebody else bought the building she was yeah. like man why don't we call it Space City anyway so we always had the name yeah. she didn't even know that the Astros started sporting it I knew yeah. so when she said it hey I go to I'm checking for digital real estate Come on, I go to GoDaddy.com SpaceCityChurch.com <laughs> open Facebook slash Space City Church open Instagram open that's Tick- how you knew hey hey this is you God. ain't have to do Space City dot nah, H-O-U yeah, yeah. slash your, your church, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it was available. We took the digital real estate, and I said, you know what? We need a name that's more, because even when we tried to do the app for Fellowship Houston, if you looked it up, there were so many fellowships, mm-hmm. it's like you couldn't even find it, but there was only one Space City Church, and I believe there's really only one ministry that's like our ministry that's really was- pushing in the direction of just highlighting hip-hop and urban culture. And, um, you know, I'm excited about how we do church and how we love on people. We say, man, we're going to love God, we're going to love people, and we're going to love this city. And, man, that's the efforts we're pushing forth. And Space City Church, I believe, defines and, and fits us more than Fellowship Houston did. Nah, man, I, I agree wholeheartedly because uh, y'all can't see him right now, but if you know Von Juan, he is the epitome of hip-hop culture, right? Hey. And it's not fake either, bro. You know, once people start to reach a certain age like us, right, yeah. 
yeah. you're a little older than I am, just a little bit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> it starts to look fake. Right. Wow. Right? Yeah. But in your case, like, this is just you, bro. Like, yeah. you know, the fitteds, the bomber jackets, the J's. Yeah. And you preach like that on Sundays. Yeah. And you've been, I, I ain't even going to, I just got to say this because you my homie. You've been doing it before the rise of the, the Michael Todd's yeah. and the Pastor Mike's, which we love dearly. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, but you have, you're not jumping on no bandwagon. Right. You've been doing this. Yeah, I think even with Christian hip hop, I always told people, when I was rapping for the world, I was rapping like the world. And I was talking about the things that the world was talking about. But, you know, the Bible said, man, a friend of the world is an enemy of God. You know, so that really struck me when I first started doing it. I said, well, if I'm I'm not necessarily doing Christian rap, I would tell you, I'm really just rapping my lifestyle now. So I was a happy father and I was a happy husband and I was happy to serve Jesus. So that's what the music sounded like. So I've just always done music that matched the lifestyle I was living. And I tell people, man, I want you to run into the same guy um, at Walmart or the same guy at the football game that you run, that you see on stage preaching. And I think the authenticity um, is what draws people to the church. They appreciate that they have a guy on stage. Um, a lot of them came up. I'm in the same neighborhood I grew up in. Yep. The church is around the corner from the house I grew up in. So I'm doing a lot of the weddings of all the people I went to school with. Unfortunately, a lot of the funerals, um, the marriage counseling. Um, and there's plenty of people in the room that, that we've smoked weed together. Or we, <laughs> not now. <laughs> we got, yeah, not now, but in the, as coming up in high school, yeah, yeah. Uh, people that we won district championships together. Well, I've done life with these people. Yeah, um, yeah. So it's just a beautiful thing to to be back and to be a representation of, of, of the Lord, brother. Man, Well, listen, man, you are um, the pastor of Space City Church. Yes. Um, first Blessed. of all, um, Pastor Von Juan, tell me a little bit about the church, the heart, the mission, the heartbeat of the church. Yes. And maybe even like, bro, like, why did you want to be a pastor in the first place? Wow. Didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't. And that's what you hear from most pastors. That they weren't the ones running to the pulpit. My story, um, I came up knowing God, growing up in church. And my mom, you know, I was a drug baby. You know, she drug us to church every day of the week when she could. And uh, grew up at a church called Gulf Meadows and then got baptized at Bible Way Baptist. But, um, you know, when you play sports and you start to excel in that area, you you forget about God when you're winning. You know what I mean? And even though I was going to church on Sunday and Wednesday, every other day of the week I was acting a fool, chasing women, doing things like that. Um, when I got at Rice University on my way to the Olympics, I ended up injuring my knee. So when I hurt my knee, you know, when that door started to close, you know, I – I went through something what I call post-baller depression, right? Very similar to postpartum depression. That that baby, which was my sports career, when it left my life, man, I just didn't know what to do. And you'll see a lot of professional guys in that moment, man, they start turning to alcohol, they start turning to drugs, and that was my life. And, you know, got out of rice. Luckily, I got my degree, but I wanted to chase the dream. You had, you had a little flip on the show recently, right? Um, at that time. Flip had just got a million-dollar deal, right? I see Flip hosting 106 in Park. He was just at Connections three weeks before. Right. Popping his head out the limo. Chameleon there gets a deal. Mike Jones. So all these guys that we were running the city with were blowing up. So I was chasing that wholeheartedly. And uh, But with that lifestyle came a lot of drinking, smoking, horrible decisions. Get stopped by the Paraland Police in November of 2006. Uh, crazy story, long story short, I get tased multiple times in an altercation with four officers in front of my wife and my two-month-old daughter, my sister and my six-month-old nephew, and I was laying on the ground not breathing, right? Um, I wake up in a hospital bed, and I'm handcuffed to a hospital bed, and I'm and at that moment, I have to make a decision. This is November 2006. What am I going to do? Am I going to keep chasing the world? Am I going to keep trying to chase this rap dream? 
that's running me around nightclubs, making me spend unnecessary money, hooking me on drugs and things like that, or am I going to make a decision to start chasing God? And I tell people in that moment and laying in that bed, my thoughts were um, I had a problem with pride, transformed on uh, Optimus Prime, got tased, found myself in the hospital line, looking up to the ceiling, handcuffed to the rail, cocaine in my system, heart almost failed. Mm. From the hospital to the jail, feeling ashamed because my family seen me go from honor roll to rolling Mary Jane. After I posted bond, I couldn't come out and be the same daughter two months older this time. She needed a daddy, man. I wanted to be there when she took her first steps. She turned 16 last week. I've been with her every breath. Come on. Gave my life to Christ, was set free. That's why my mama wept because she's seeing an answer prayer. She know I could have seen my death. All rejoicing, no regrets. I thank Jesus for my journey because my testimony make these non-believers reconsider burning. Might be a felon, but my Lord offered me heaven, an eternal blessing. That's why I'm a hip-hop reverend. You hear me? Mm. So that's why Let's I go. do this, right? That's my life is to take the giftings that he's given me that I was given to the devil, offering to the world, and pour into it. In that moment, I could have seen my last breath, yeah. but God saw fit that I have another uh, chance at life, right? They could have seen me in a body bag, um, but I'm able to get on a stage each week and in a, within a 45-minute window be able to teach people what the gospel of Jesus Christ is, which is the fact that it's not about how good you are, right? It's not about what you do or what you did. It's all about what Jesus did, that all of us have sinned, all of us have fall short of the glory of God. Um, but if we believe that Jesus died for us and rose again, that we're given this free gift of everlasting life. We're given what they're called grace, right? You get the salvation. And to get every on stage each week and do that is a blessing. I tell people, preaching is the 45 minutes on stage each week. Yeah. Pastoring is the six days, 23 hours, and 15 minutes off stage each week. The phone calls at 2, 3 in the morning. Hey, I, uh, my, hey, my boyfriend's in jail. Can you send us $150 to make this bail? Or, man, I'm, I'm on the street corner. I have nowhere to go, Pastor. Can you come pick me up? That's pastoring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody's in the hospital and you're on the side of the bed. So for us, um, nobody's perfect. We're not a perfect church. I'm not a perfect pastor. But I do my best to, to, be the, to try to be, meet the standard of what God is calling us to be in the Word of God. Man. Yeah, man. And you do it so naturally, too, in terms of pastoring, right? Um, I love hearing you preach because you preach just like you rap, dog. Yeah, <laughs> like, come I ain't on. Gonna lie to you. <laughs> yes, I be like, hold up. I be sitting in the crowd like, yeah, like, yeah. I'm not your typical church kid who knows how to say hallelujah in the right spot. Right. I'm that guy <laughs> to be all off key, right? To, right. <laughs> but when you preach it, I be feeling like I'm in the studio. I be yeah. like, man, hold up. <laughs> well, I'll I, I say it again. The gift is invisible. Yeah. The talent reveals the gift. Yeah. So there's a gift of writing that I have. And I recognize it was the same part of my brain that I was writing raps with is that mm -hmm. I'm writing sermons with, that I can write a book with. So yes. if you can write a book, Dave, yeah. you can write a movie. Come on. Right? And again, your talent Say, is Say, man, don't put that in my spirit right I'm now. I, I got too much going it's on. I'm, I'm only revealing what God already told you. I came to <laughs> confirm it, not to plan it. You know Look, what I mean? Hey. So, again, pushing people out there to operate in your gift. So, for me, pastoring gives me the opportunity because I love music. Yep. So I get to have a worship team every now and then. I might just jump up and kick sixteen bars in the middle of it. Every week we have rappers I'd be and like, poets man, come out. Was this stage? Was this planned? If we <laughs> feel it, we just go, and the, and the team is ready. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I love to inspire people, so that's yeah. there. Um, so I I found this place where yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm a fish in water. You know what I mean? But I'll say this too: not just the preaching part, because you differentiated between the preaching and the pastoring. Yes. The pastoring comes natural too. We wow. can be at a coffee shop talking about business, yeah. and out of nowhere, it's like, hey, bro, how's your spirit? Like, yeah. how you doing? 
Yeah. Like for real. We need that. You will stop. You will stop a business meeting. Yeah. Or whatever conversation. To address we're going. what's going on. Yo, and, and it happens so it's just in the flow of the moment. Next thing you know, we're crying and I'm like, man, God alone. Yeah. <laughs> but this we, we have to be ready, you know. Are you ready for those moments of interruption? You know, that woman yeah. was at the well, she was trying to get some water. Jesus showed up before you know it. She's an evangelism all over her city telling people about the Lord. Yeah. She went to get some water, she ended up being an evangelist, right? Come on. So no matter where you are, are you prepared for those moments of interruption and will you allow God to step in and mess up your five-year plan? Or ladies, you got a list of what that man is supposed to look like. Will it be all right if the guy isn't as tall as he needs to be or making enough money if he needs to be if that's who God sent for you? You know what I mean? So we got to be ready for those moments of interruption. But, you know, through the church, again, the music, and and I wanted to talk about this jacket. Come on, I was going to say, You can't hear the jacket on the radio, but you can't see it. But I'm rocking this this bad boy jacket, one of the flyest bomber jackets I have. And the thing is, I I have a lot of faith in the Still Safe show. Come on. I think that you have a reach, and you're going to have a reach that many people are going to see what's going on on this platform. And I'm reaching out to P. Diddy right now. <laughs> this is for P. Diddy. Diddy, this is my bad boy jacket because I believe you put out a petition out there saying you wanted to do God's work, and you told people you want to do something for the Lord because it's all about love, but I haven't seen the manifestation or the fruit of that uh, reel that you put out there. And you said to email God's work at combsbusiness.com. And I emailed it to let y'all know that y'all need to start bad boy gospel. There's no bad boy gospel like CHH, Dave. Come you understand on, what I'm telling man. you? And listen. I feel like, listen, did I don't even need a lot of money. Half a meal, a meal. You want 12 projects for the year. I'm even ambitious enough to give you an album a week. That's how many artists we have in CHH. That's how many militant, good, talented, gifted individuals. I'll give you a festival. I'll give be two big events a year. Whatever look, you want, look. we got it. So this is to let you know Diddy, Bad Boy Gospel needs it. So if you work for Diddy, if you work for Bad Boy, y'all need to holler at your man Vaughn Juan, and it's going to, we need look, to make Look, I ain't even going to lie to you. I know there's some folks in this camp right yeah. now that's waiting on that. Bro. Right? It's folks in these secular worlds yeah. that God has strategically positioned. So if that's you, yeah. I need you to go ahead and put the plug Christian out there. Hip-hop. We too street for the church. Come on. And we're a little too churchy for the streets. We sit in that place, so we the orphans. We need to find a home. So bad boy gospel, hey, Master P, no limit gospel. We got to make this I've thing happen. I've always seen you though, like as the the, the no limit of CHH, because the way you put out music, bro, the way you, I'm, it's like I'm, beats I'm, by the I pound. Got artists ready. I got a right. hundred artists ready. And listen, if I can't find Master P or Diddy, <laughs> God said, if you can't find them, become them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's what 2023 looks like. Baby. And don't get it twisted, because again, I mentioned earlier, my man's been doing this for over two decades. Yeah. Like It's not like he's out here saying, hey, I got this dream. No, right. you got a catalog. Like You man. could sit up, kick your feet up, and retire right now Come and on. just re-release old stuff yeah, yeah. and still have music for days. Yeah, I'm just trying you to know? see, I'm again, trying to hear that voice, and I believe this thing, the Apostle Paul, you read the Bible, he was always trying to get to Rome, right? Mm-hmm. Why was he trying to get to Rome? Because Rome was a capital of influence. And he mm-hmm. knew I can go to all these other areas and s- share this gospel, but it's not going to reach the masses. But he yeah. knew if I can get to Rome Probably. and let people know about this gospel, this salvation, man, it's going to spread. So for me, I believe we need to get to that place, whether it's New York, Atlanta, Bad Boy, these places that have this influence universal and share this message that's going to yeah. tra- change and transform a life and put the artists out there that they need to hear at a, on a massive level. You know now, what I mean? If you've been noticing, man, lately, he 
Houston has been becoming that next place. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's the place where people are coming. Not just the people of influence, but right. it's been like that for years in terms of like our diversity. Absolutely. You know, places for refuge, uh, refugees. and Refugees, and just, number one most diverse city in mm-hmm. the country. You see Shaquille O'Neal made it to the city. You see the guy uh, Curtis Jackson, yep. 50 centers in the city. <laughs> 50 holla at me, G-Unit gospel. What you want to do? I'm ready. We need to take this thing to Rome. Look, and I'll even go a step further, man. For the, like, Diddy, 50, Master P, anybody out there, look, there's no, there's no like, there's no better PR yeah. than having a gospel segment. Come on, man. I'm it's just a, saying. It's a lot going on. It's a good business it's, decision. It's a lot of money there, too. It's a business decision yeah. and a good spiritual decision. You can't lose. You can't lose. You understand You me? know, you got to talk, you gotta talk to talk depending yes, on who you talk to. And this is the thing. I put out a project called Grace to Abides in 2014. That's what I wanted to talk right? about. Listen. Because when I started passing, I realized that people weren't ready for where Christian hip-hop was at the yep. time. So I reached out to a lot of guys I had inter- interactions with, Lil Kiki, Paul Wall, uh, Mike Jones, yep. uh, who's that? Lil Flip. Bun B, Zero, who yep. can't forget us, Scarface. Scarface, come on, somebody. Baby Bash, Propane. Mm. I reached out to all these guys and said, man, I need something for the guys that are still in the world. Yep. Right. And I need them to understand that you guys love God. And can you give me something? You can't cuss. You can't glorify sex, women, drugs, anything like that. And nobody gave me any pushback. They yeah. were all ready to work and make it happen. And they need to understand that grace still abides, even for Scarface. Yes, yeah, even yeah, for yeah. Paul Wall, even for all these people. And that's why I love the movement. You're starting is, hey, guys, even though people are moving around and doing certain things, because of the grace of God, I'm still saved. Yes. Right? And I'm glad you mentioned that because I actually wanted to touch on that. The whole premise for this show yeah. was inspired by that record. Wow. It's been God. one of my favorite records of all time, even yeah. before we met, just because I thought it was so vital it was so influential to be able to create a gospel record and take all of our Houston secular legends. Yeah. Like, Bun B did it for the rodeo, right? Yeah, he yeah. He brought everybody oh, out. Oh, man, beautiful. But the fact that you did that years ago yeah, yeah. in the Christian community. Come on. And, and char- I just don't charted think on Billboard. Yeah, you know what man. I mean? It was such a dope project. Yeah. The, and, and it was actually good. It was quality. Let's, let's talk shout about out, that. Shout out, to, <laughs> shout out to Bruce Bang. Yeah. He was the, the main producer, engineer on that project. And uh, just worked with a lot of great uh, producers, artists, and it was a it was a fast project. It wasn't something that we took a lot of time to do, and it was just crazy how it all fell together. Yeah, yeah. And I think when Scarface gave it the the cosign, mm-hmm. um, everybody else was on board. Oh, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And uh, I'm excited to see. And since then, I haven't really put that much money and effort into a project since because I've just been waiting for the right amount of finances, the right relationships. And it was like, if we can't do it right, then we'll just continue to keep the momentum going. That's what I've been doing. But 2023, I'm looking to align um, with some business relationships business partnerships and put something out that's going to touch the people on a nationwide even not a global level yeah no yeah. no doubt no doubt I'm, I'm really excited about that but yeah to go back to to what i was saying man that's where the still safe show came from nice right the whole it's movement is necessary it's yeah needed. And, and and we can sit down and talk to pastors i think that there's a place for that and i, I love doing that i love having my pastors come in as these mentors these voices of reason who right. have studied and shown themselves approved yes but i love sitting down with folks like flip and, and yes. paul and kiki and, yeah. and letting them share their real life stories and how they've interacted with god right with no judgment bro right right Absolutely. with no judgment because i know some church folks out yeah, there yeah, that be yeah. sitting back well, like, you got a little flip on your show yeah, what, you doing? what you doing dave yeah, yeah. <laughs> but what you trying to say yeah like flip don't love god uh-oh you feel me let every breath let everything that have breath 
giving praise. Come on, man. So, so your breath better than his? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yours might Come be, on. yeah, you know, hey, listen. Don't do listen. it. Don't do it. Um, but no, that's what I'm really, really excited about because yeah. we've been able to reach a lot of folks that we just normally wouldn't reach inside the church. Right. Right. And I've seen a lot of folks come through Space City yes, who sir. might be uncomfortable in some of these more traditional churches. And there's nothing wrong with those traditional churches. No. Like, let's not throw the, ba- the, the, the baby out with the bathwater yeah, yeah, yeah. or whatever no, the saying this is. This is what I say, mm-hmm. Dave. I believe churches are like TV stations, right? Mm, My wife loves Lifetime. It's not for me, Dave. I'm more ESPN guy. I'm on stars. I ain't you know gonna, what I mean? I'm Some of them Lifetime shows. They, get, I don't look. like it because they catch you. You get five <laughs> yeah. minutes and you can't leave because you you're trying leave. to see what happened to the blonde chick. You dig? So <laughs> she gonna fall. So they, they, she, she gonna you know fall. she gonna fall. So <laughs> you can't you can't knock Lifetime yeah. because it's for somebody. Right. And you can't knock ESPN because it's for somebody. And each church is for somebody. Yes. So and this is the thing for me. If you're a pastor out there. Don't try to be like the church down the street. I intentionally have hip-hop. I intentionally do things this way because I want people to come into Space City and get something they can't get at Lakewood or they yeah. can't get at Grace. You know what I mean? And those are all great churches. And I love what Doug Stringer said. Instead of, Vaughn, instead of you saying you pastor 400 people, instead of Grace saying they pastor 4,000, how about we all pastor 2 million people together? Come on. You know what I mean? Let's and go. when you look at Houston as a church, right, when I had that paradigm shift, it made me just know I need to be responsible and be a good steward of the people that God sends through my door. And I need to create a culture because culture draws, right? Yeah. What your culture is, who the people you're going to bring in. So I make sure that my culture is something that I can uh, give to people. So yeah. I'm, you're going to see the hip-hop. I'm going to preach from a lens of uh, a former drug guy, a former guy that was smoking, a former guy, because the people in the crowd, they're there. You know what I'm saying? And they can get fed off of who I am. But if I create this culture that's not like me, when people walk in, they're going to try and find something in me that's not there that does not exist. Yeah. That's false advertising. And you can't sustain it. And you I can't, can't sustain, sustain it, right? So I'm excited that, you know, so for everyone out there, you say, hey, you know what? I do have a church home. Beautiful. Go deeper. Dig deeper. Serve your pastors. Tithe. Give. Um, but for anybody out there that you say, man, I haven't found that church that makes me feel comfortable, makes me feel like it's the one, come see us at Space City Church. Try us out. Um, don't take my word for it. Come see us tomorrow, 9.45 a.m. or 11.15 a.m. We have two service time options, and I promise you, you're going to be met with love. Um, and you're going to, you know, we're going to bring the word. We're going to have a worship opportunity. We pray for people, and it just might be what you've been praying for. Yeah. So come check us out. Who knows? Your God, your cool God story could be your right around. Your cool God story might be at, at 7746 Almeda Genoa Road. Come Let's on, go, someone. man. Let's go. I'm sitting down with Houston's pastor, Space City Church, Vaughn One, legendary hip-hop artist in the city entrepreneur got a new tv show out the von juan show on cw right cw 39 it's about to come Houston. on in a few minutes yeah 11 30 a.m tune in if you at the crib man check it out and uh starting in january we'll do 11 30 a.m and we're gonna do like a 2 a.m slot just for them late night grinders yeah. that that might just be stumbling across that need the lord you yeah did. yeah yeah there you go there you go and um man one thing we kind of like smoothed right on over you mm-hmm. are also a father of how many kids we have four children Four. Right, four yeah. kids, and and me and my wife, we met in high school. Yep. So I was a sophomore, she was a freshman, and uh, we dated all through college. She went to U of H, I went to Rice University, okay. and uh, yeah, shout out Cougars. I got love for the Cougars as well. And uh, in 2006, man, we got married and began having kids. You know, and her grandfather said she said have them all at the same time. So we, so right now I've got a 16 year old, a 14 year old who's about to be 15, a 12 year old, an 11 year old. You know, two boys, two girls. 
And it's just cool. You know, I talk about gifts and talents. I think we have the younger they are is the earlier you need to try to figure out what their yeah. gifts and what their talents are. I know that my youngest, Ariana, she loves to dance. So we're pouring that in. She's on a dance cheerleading team. We're trying to do it. We know that Zaire, he loves um, doing music and rapping and graphic design. So we got him in front of the computer. We got him doing songs. Kingston loves sports. Phoenix loves to sing. And we're trying our best to throw gasoline on the fire that God already put inside of them instead of trying to create something and force them to do something that they weren't designed to do. And I heard God say, man, a lot of times what, where parents fail is we try to prepare a road for our kids and we try to go out and we try to prepare the road, fix the road. But he said, no, prepare your kids for the road mm. because you can't, you can't, you don't know what's coming down the road. Come on. But if you prepare them for the road and you have yeah. them right, no matter what comes down that road. Cause there's they, certain vehicles that are prepared for off-road terrain. You know, if you're trying to put these like pretty little kids with the rims that, that can't mm. handle the potholes and God. the rims get dented, Come right? To where you're just cute to look at, but yes, you're not sir. functional you to drive. Hey. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So you got to prepare them. You need to you know, I let my my daughter know what these boys what they really after. Come on, somebody. Mm, you know, I talk, I talk about yeah, how to speak to people, communication, respect. Right at the end of the day, you know, I ran into a situation recently, and I man, I don't have a problem with someone not liking me. Right, yeah. I don't problem. You don't have to respect me, but you're not gonna disrespect me. That I can't tolerate, yeah, right? Yeah. And that's what I want my kids to know, man. Don't, you know, nobody, not everybody's going to like you or that, but man, never tolerate disrespect. You yeah. know what I mean? And um, just trying to raise up good men. You know what Come I mean? Uh, uh, the Bible says a scripture, I forget what, I think it was David. He was telling him, um, act like a man. Mm. Why did why did Dave have to tell his son that? Because there's probably a lot of men out here that are not acting like men. Mm. You got to act like a man. You got to stand up strong. These women need somebody to lead them. These kids need a father to lead them, right? So I just wanted to make sure that I'm raising my kids in the right way and being someone that they can respect and honor. You yeah, know what I mean? Absolutely. Um, my, my attorney, Alati Banks, he was telling me yesterday, he said, Vaughn, I know you have a lot of ambition and I know you want to do a lot of great things. He said, but the fact that your wife respects you and your kids respect you, he said, I know millionaires they have all the cars in the world and they got mansions, right? But they don't have that. Mm -hmm. And that's something that they can't buy. So he said, man, just be, you know, have some contentment in that part of yeah. your life. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so I love my kids and my inspiration, my wife inspiration. And uh, it's a beautiful thing that I get to do life with, with those people, for sure. Yeah, absolutely, man. Yeah. And you're doing it well. Thank you're you, You're doing Dave. it life and you're doing I, it I well. I appreciate you, Dave. It uh, ain't easy. No, it's not. And you know, speaking of which, because yeah. we've listed a, a, a laundry list of things that yes. you do, right? Right. How, bro, how do you manage all these different right, hats? Right, right. And, and maybe they're not different hats. Maybe it's just birthed out of who you are, right? right. But how do you manage all these different responsibilities, yeah. tasks, and duties? Well, here, here comes sermon point number three. Let's go. So we did Galatians 6, 9. Yes, Lord. We had uh, <laughs> Ephesians three twenty. Come on. Now we're going to close it out talking about the kingdom. This is why I brought you here yes, today, Vaughn. Uh, Matthew six thirty three. This is the secret to success. Seek ye first. It's not complicated, Dave. These are the easy ones, right? Seek ye first. It's about prioritizing. What do you have in order, right? When Jesus is the center, everything rotates in the proper form, right? When you have your family as the first thing, your first ministry, right, is your yep. family. Um, you got to love God. God has to be first. And then, it's, and then it's your wife, not your kids. See, I always thought that it was my kids after God. Right, what happens when they grow up? Yeah, yeah, but they gonna get out the house, and you are gonna be just you know. So it's God, then the wife, 
then the kids, right? So it's priority, but it's seek ye first the kingdom and his righteousness. That's the formula, right? You have to have participation. There's a promise, and then there's participation. You have to do your part. Seek ye first the kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added. So when people see the TV show, when people see uh, Urban Eye Media, the marketing company, when they see Faith First, my insurance company, when they see uh, Real Estate of the Heart, the real estate company, Right, of uh, which is all under Bond One Inc. Escort. Come on, somebody. Uh, when they see all these he things, just gave y'all the blueprint yeah, right there. <laughs> those are all these things. Yeah, yeah. But I'm seeking G first the kingdom. Yeah. Four in the morning, three in the morning, two in the morning. I'm in the prayer closet, praying, praising, crying out, and but most importantly, listening. Yeah, that's a big part of prayer. If you mm -hmm. can't listen, if you have a hearing problem, you have an obedience problem. Because if you can't hear God, you can't be obedient. And so many people are so busy, it's so, so noisy, they can't hear the voice of God, they can't learn the voice of God, so they can't do what God told them to do. But when you do what God, the director, tells you to do, you're going to see the street light up in your life, right? you got to understand how you were designed, but the only way to understand how you were designed is to check in with the designer, right? Mm. I tell a story about my, my nephew who came over, he wanted to watch a, a football game, right? I'm watching Texans game because I'm holy, sanctified, blessed, and anointed. He came in and he wanted to watch the Cowboys game because he needs prayer and we need to lay hands on him. We're working on we're deliverance working on for him. him. Yeah, yeah. So he, I go to get a drink, he puts on the Cowboys game. I said, man, this is a house of God. As for me and this house, we shall serve the Lord. Come on, somebody. Listen. We're not watching the Cowboys game, so nope. I put it back on the Texans game. He grabs the remote, puts it back on the Cowboys game. I said, listen. So he said, look, Uncle, give me the remote. He, do, 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 do. For you know it, it's picture in picture. We watching the Texans game and the Cowboys game. I said, nephew, how you do that? He said, Unc, I read the instruction manual. Ooh. Listen, too many of us are not reading the instruction manual. The word of God, right? You have to check in with the designer to see how you were designed. See, all I knew about that TV, Dave, was power on, power off. Channel up, channel down. Volume up, volume down. And watch this, though. For some, that's when they sit down for a meal. Father, thank you so much for yeah. this food. In Jesus' name, amen. And that's the extent of the Well, hear what I'm saying. The it, on, But off. that's how people live their life. Or they going to church on a, Sunday. They have an on-off life, a channel up, channel down life, a volume up, volume down. Not knowing that God gave them some picture-in-picture features. Mm. Not knowing that God has given them so much. But unless you dig into the uh, instruction booklet... You won't know how you're designed. So, man, that's my petition for anybody out there. Spend more time with the Lord because you've got some giftings that are that are hidden, and the talent is going to reveal that gift, but you got to do some test driving. I would never tell you go to a car dealership and not do some test driving. So you need to figure out some different things so that God, so you can find your Lamborghini, so that you can find your rocket ship that's going to take your life into the next stratosphere. You understand what I'm saying? And God has designed you in a special way, so don't sell yourself short. It's not about the package. It's not about what you look like on the inside, right? And a lot of people don't worry about what man says or the voice of man. You got to be focused on the, the voice of God. Come Amen. On. And that's yeah. hopefully that's the that's the message for today. Praise Listen, God. Because it's a lot of voices out there. Indeed. It's a lot of voices out well, there. It's like GPS, yeah. right? Come on. Well, you, if you say, man, I'm trying to I was trying to get to the box today. Yeah. I could have put no highways. I could have put no tolls. And that voice would have taken me to this place, different directions, right? Mm -hmm. So what's the loudest voice in your life? Right? You need to make sure that the voice that you're listening to is, is the one that you need to take you down the road because they talk about paths of righteousness. They yep. talk about paths. Mm. So where you're going isn't the only win. 
the path that you're on is the journey is what's going to get you your blessings or your stressing. Mm. See, when the devil has you on a path, you're heading somewhere wrong, but along the way, you're going to also meet the wrong people. Yeah, You're going to run into the wrong situation. It's so it's not about the end, end part. The devil just wants you on the wrong path because he knows it's a bunch of bad stuff on that path. And God is just saying, if you just make me your destination and seek me first, it's all kind of blessings on that path. You're going to run into a Dave Settle. You're going to run into an Eric. You're going to run into the right people, the right opportunities, the jobs you need. So it's not just the destination. It's also the path that you're on, making sure that God, you're in alignment with what God's taking you and the assignment that's been given to you. Come on. Not to your sister, brother, mother, cousin, nobody. God has an assignment and a purpose specifically for you. And guess what? So does the devil. Oh, yeah. Ooh. So make sure you're following the Lord's yeah. assignment and not the enemy's assignment. Because he got a plan for your life, too. Yeah, and, 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 and he subtly <laughs> throw that joint out there. Because mm. you said something about the GPS that was super, super powerful. Mm. It's about the, the voices, right? And how many times have we been on a destination? And I, I'm from this city. This yeah. is my city, right? Like right I love right. Houston. I know it like the back of my hand. But I still yes. use GPS. Right, right. Because sometimes GPS takes me. It lets me know about detours or construction yes, or wreck to avoid and go this way. But how many times have you ever been listening to your GPS, okay. right? But you know how we are. We like to listen to our music too. Right. Ooh. But the music up a little bit too loud. Okay. And you miss you the miss little the Siri lady. That happened this morning. You know what I'm saying? You She's preaching. telling you, hey, go this way. But you think you know where you're going. Yeah. And you jam it. You don't know there was a new instruction. Ah, Ooh, man, that's I'm why telling I like you. the story of Abraham when he God told him to kill his son. But hmm. in the last moment, he was listening. Had he not had his ear in tune with the voice of God, he'd have sacrificed what God didn't need him to sacrifice. And sometimes God will be taking you down the road. And he does change the instruction. The audible. He thought God. God will call an audible right quick because he can see your beginning from your end, and you have to trust his voice. And you, somebody out mm. there, you're not listening, and you're going to sacrifice something that God meant for you to spare, and you're going to miss your ram in the butch moment. That's why you listening this morning. There's a ram in the bush for you. Don't sacrifice what you was about to sacrifice. Get your ear in tune with the Lord so that you don't miss this moment. Come on. My God. Mm. I felt that one. Are you preaching that tomorrow? I will. <laughs> <laughs> hey, dude, hey. Audible. Man, Come on, look, I'm telling hey, we you, man. Preach if on you the don't, audible. I am. Let's like... preach on the Audible tomorrow. <laughs> Space City Church, 9.45 a.m. and 11.15 a.m. is going down like James Brown in the middle of H-Time. H-Time, uh-huh. stand up. Look, man, yes, I got sir. my homie Vaughn Juan in the building. Entrepreneur, now superstar reality TV <laughs> show star on CW. Come on. Uh, pastor of Space City Church, yes. father of four, husband of uh, amazing uh, one. wife. Praise God. Yes, husband of one. one. Come on. <laughs> look, that's rare nowadays, bro. Um. <laughs> I'm just super, super honored, super yeah. grateful that you would just come kick it with me, man. I'm proud of you. Man, thank you. You are man. the definition of resilience. Dog. Not everybody has that. There's a lot of quitters in this world. Man, keep chasing them, bro. It's yeah. all over you. You're gifted. You don't even know what to do with all your giftings. You know what I'm saying? But I'm glad that there's people like Terry and other yeah. and Eric Thomas and Toby Nowicki. All these guys see that believe in you, and I'm on that list as well, my bro. I'm a big fan. I can't believe how God just continues to elevate you. Author. Um, DJ, business owner, and you're a great father. Amen. Just want to affirm you and give you your flowers. Amen. Man, and uh, keep growing. Know. This still saved? Yeah. Man, God about to, God about to throw some hey, gasoline man. on this Look, thing, boy. I don't care what you've been through. I don't care what you've done. Yeah. I don't care what, anything. Like, God still got love for you. Yeah. You still saved, yeah. right? Romans 838. Nothing, nothing, nothing can separate, separate you, you. My God. from the love of God. You can keep reading if you want to. How much just, time we got? We got 
two minutes. I got to pray for you right now, man. It's not about what you've done. It's not about where you've been. The Bible says in Romans 10, now, if you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that Jesus died and rose from the grave, you will be saved. That's a promise. So no matter where you're at right now, pray with me. Say, Heavenly Father, I admit that I'm a sinner. Please forgive me for all my sins. I believe you sent your son Jesus to die for me, and I believe he rose on the third day. Clean me up and use me, Lord. Become king of my life. In Jesus' mighty and powerful name we pray. Amen. Amen. Hey, you said that prayer? Amen. You're born again. Tell somebody about it. Get into a good Bible-based church. Matter of fact, come see us at Space City. Man, that's how I'm going to end every single show. If we don't, I'm, I'm just going to keep replaying it, that, that yes, clip sir. right there. <laughs> right quick. Hey, real quick, do me a favor. Before we yes, leave, sir. tell everybody how they can keep up with you and stay in touch. Yeah, vaughnone.org and all my social media handles um, at vaughnone, V-O-N-W-O-N. Uh, very personable, not high side, man. Anybody want to connect with me, let's make something happen. Let's make Life happen. moves at the speed of relationships. Remember that. Hey, say that one more time. Life moves at what? Life moves at the speed of relationships. That's Let's right. go. That's right. That's right. Relationships is a new currency, ladies and gentlemen. Well, once again, this has been another phenomenal episode of the Still Save Show here on Houston's Inspiration Station Praise 92.1. We'll see you next week. Hey.